Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone. This is episode three. Big Joe talking to you here in the man cave in the beautiful city of destiny. We're glad you're here. T-Town. T-Town. That's Big D over there. How's it going, Big D? Good. good. Thanks. And uh, we're also here with Double D. Yeah, I'm doing good. He just doing chimed good. in. He doesn't Did know he which D in? he is. All right. And Wonder Boy, as always, working hard, working his fingers to the bone. They're throbbing from all the technical stuff that he does for us each and every episode. What's up, Wonder Boy? Uh, yeah. yeah. That was, your, <laughs> that was your cue to talk. Oh. That is true. <laughs> Don't give hand signals because they can't see that. This isn't the uh, – we still haven't worked on the webcam thing yet. Well, we're glad if you're listening out there in podcast land that you are listening to us. We appreciate – Everybody that's listened to our first episode uh, and uh, second episode, so that would be why this is episode three. <laughs> pretty, pretty crafty of me, huh? <laughs> yeah, your education was good to you. That's right. I can get the three. So, and uh, thank you for all the emails and responses that we've been getting, and the, and the visits to our website. The, man. the numbers are to up. The website. Are yeah. we uh, getting that yet? Am I getting that right yet? Which it is. The Northwest Convergence Zone dot com. Yeah. No, no. no boo. No, that's no. not it. That's no. not it. I thought <laughs> no. that was the email address. NW, NW Convergence, Convergence Zone. Well, that's what it stands com. for. I'm a little more formal than these guys. So <laughs> the email is nwconvergencezone.com. Which on maps that means Northwest. Nwconvergencezone.com. <laughs> Get yeah. the site right. It is nwconvergencezone.com. No, I meant me. Yeah. The, you oh, get it okay. right. I think I had it right. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. So what's up today, Daryl? Hey, I think uh, I think today we're going to talk. Uh, you know, like whack jobs in the news. So, oh, always you know, plenty of material them, there. Yeah, goofballs in the news. Uh, goofballs in the news in the Northwest and uh, you know around the. We're not going to go too far away, but. Uh, we're going to try to stay in the Northwest since this is the convergence zone and all. And oh, we, we have our own brand of goofballs up here. Well, I, from what I understand, we might get kind of far away. We might get celestial. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I think they were flying over the Northwest when it happened. I think I saw some blue ice go through my roof the other day. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk some uh, some goofball stories. And if you get, if you out there who are listening have any uh, weird stories, uh, you know, goofball people who make the news. Uh, send them to us. Give us an email. Uh, send us a link or whatever. But yeah, we are going to start. You're right. We are going to start miles away from here, and then we'll bring it back in. But the first, our first story is going to take place in space. And it does have to deal with the a uh, little bit of the yellow drink there. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, at the International Space Station. It was one sip for man and one giant gulp of recycled urine for mankind. <laughs> so this is not this is a, a green story. It's a it's a yellow story. That's great. They're not going green up there. Yeah, the astronauts aboard the space station celebrated a space station first on Wednesday by drinking water that had been recycled from the urine, sweat, and water that condensed from exa- from their exhaled air. 
They said cheers, click clink drinks. Actually, they were bags. They weren't even. They, they, so they, it wasn't a clink. It was more like a squish. <laughs> and toasted NASA workers. Uh, the, even the workers on the ground uh, were sipping their own version of the recycled drinking water. And an American astronaut, uh, Michael Barat, said, It tastes great. <laughs> it tastes less filling. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really less filling. Well, I, I, I just have to go on record right now as saying, uh, uh, NASA, cancel my application. Uh, I, am, <laughs> I am not signing up to uh, uh, go to space. Well, who's uh, the first person to test that? I mean, yeah, that's what I want to know. Just hit, here, start drinking this. This is, I think that's this where is the just chimps, water, of course. That's where the space chimps come in. No, or maybe uh, one of the astronauts uh, had his brother do it. Uh, <laughs> here, try Fred. this. Hey, Fred. Fred, <laughs> come Fred, here. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah, Mikey, this he is, likes Mikey. everything. <laughs> Mikey, he likes it. He's a uh, In this story, it says the urine recycling system is needed for astronauts uh, outposts on the moon and Mars. It will also save NASA money because they won't have to ship up as much water uh, to the space station uh, by cargo rockets. Well, I mean, doesn't that apply in your car as well? Yeah, definitely. You know, like you're out there, you're driving cross country and you're out in the desert or something, don't you just like a recycle right there. <laughs> well, wasn't it that lady astronaut that just wore? A she diaper? wore the diaper. <laughs> right. That's close. She was. I think she so. was in the test project. Obviously, yeah, they've been working on. Do the they ring that? When she got where she was going, they ring it out, you know, and run it through the filter and say, "Hey, babe, try this out." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's in uh, prison now. But I'm would you sure. would you drink this stuff? Oh no, no. There's no way. No. No, I don't. I mean, no, I draw the line at <laughs> certain things. Yeah, there's a lot that I will drink. Believe me, and you know that. But uh, <laughs> no, it stops there. I don't care what it's if it's turned into water or what it is. It's yeah. No I didn't get. I did not get that story. I, I I heard that. I was like, oh my goodness, what's next? Are they gonna have like uh, homemade brownies up there? No, and you know, here up in the Northwest Convergence Zone, you know, we got great water up here. We Good do. water. Yeah, we're lucky. The stuff that runs off the roof is it's not bad be, either. It would be that would be equal to California or Arizona water. No offense, <laughs> you guys. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm thinking, uh, how many people would would want to do this? They're, they're talking about, you know, they're going to put colonies on Mars, or they're trying to p- build this space station up there. And is this really the incentive? Hey, uh, sell all your stuff, grab a flight, come on up. We've got recycled pee. No, no. I'm waiting until they get Walmart up there. It's a little salty. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a little salty, I believe. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, those are our first goofballs, and um, we've also got this couple. We're, well, I guess we're going to go to New Zealand. Not on that this the one. astronauts are goofballs, though. No, no, they're not. NASA's no, no, NASA's. A, you got to give NASA the goofball award on that right, one. Right, right. I mean, that's crazy. That's a little Poindexter. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so. But speaking of, uh, you know, being out there and being out, you know, they're out in space. There's only a few people that know exactly where they're at. That would be the NASA crew. And um, we got this couple down in uh, New Zealand. I don't know if you uh, heard about this. These two New Zealanders were uh, applying for a loan. They had a business. I think it was a a Petro station. They call it Petro down there. I think I did hear about this. And uh, they went in for a loan. And they applied for about um, 10,000 uh, New Zealand, what are those, francs, francs? Uh, I don't know if they're euros. Dollars, or... whatever. It was just about 6,000 bucks, Z-bills. Uh, but the bank actually made a mistake and put 1,000 times that amount nice. into their account, Ka-ching. which was about 6.1 
million dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Westpac, which was the bank, they conceded that human error was responsible, you think. I mean, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, well, I was wondering if Wonder Boy was their uh, computer guy. <laughs> uh, they, um, so these, anyway, this couple, they show up to their ATM the next morning or whatever. There's like 6.1 million. Well, guess what? They're missing now. <laughs> and the money. They took a bunch of huge withdrawals over a period of time, and they're gone. And so guess who's involved now? Uh, Interpol. They've, uh, they've been contacted for help, and uh, they said we are currently conducting an investigation into the individuals uh, that may have been involved in the withdrawal of that money. Oh, you think? It's you really think they were involved? Well, they better use some of that money to maybe uh, slip Interpol a few dollars if they want them off their backs. But the question they're is, they're in trouble. If you walk up to your, uh, and I've never had this happen, I've, I've been banking with, I've had, in my lifetime, maybe three or four different banks. I've never had a mis- to make a mistake. I- I've had direct deposits be, mis- you know, had mistakes made where they put too much and they had to take some back. Whatever. But I've never walked up to an ATM machine and and just holy <laughs> cow, twenties. What's in there? Or like whatever happened to all my money? But if you walked up and you had all of a sudden say you know five million dollars in your account, what would you do? It'd be rough. It'd be really tempting to try not to uh, take advantage. But of would the you do it? I don't think so, because, you know, I'm the guy with the storm cloud over his head, and I'd probably get caught. And, you know. <laughs> then, but do you get uh, to keep the interest? Uh, oh. Well, where would you deposit this stuff? I mean, if they deposited the money in the interest-bearing account, do you get to keep the interest? No, I don't think they so. take it all. I doubt it. No, yeah, they're, they're, they, oh, man. And you know where they're looking for them is, I, th- I believe it's in Japan. Or Vegas. i know these and this is the this is the crazy thing people like this you know they go crazy they get this money and uh they take off they get all crazy and and what they do is they all of a sudden look for like either a huge deposit somewhere and i'm not talking like elephants at the zoo deposit (laughs) they're talking about a big huge deposit or people who start spending like mad you know, all of a sudden these right. high-ticket items are being bought, and uh, that's usually how they track them down. But I don't think I would do it either. No, because... I think if I walked up and there was like five mil in there, the first thing I'd do is walk in and say, uh, I don't know what happened here. I certainly didn't win the lottery. I would have known that. Right, but think of it this. What would happen if you tried to do the right thing and tell them it was a mistake, and they kept <laughs> you, insisting and they cuff you. it wasn't? They cuff you that up. That might be my breaking point. I go, okay, I tried. Well, yeah, if you try, if you try to give it back and you say, okay, I'm sorry, uh, I don't know what happened here, but all of a sudden my account is like just loaded up and they kept saying, no, no, we can't find anything, well, then I would be making a withdrawal right there. Right, right. And and I would be right. D- Double D, what do you think? Would you take it? I'd try to. <laughs> you would try to? <laughs> I'd probably get caught, but I'd try to. You, what, you really would? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Oh man! What about you, uh, Wonder Boy? Yeah. You walk up. Do you have an account? Yeah. You have an yeah. bank account. I would, I would tran- tran- transfer it over, all, all over my card and just start buying stuff on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Ooh, bid here! I don't uh, max, max, max bid. I don't know all the <laughs> whatever. I'll just do yeah. about really the- high bid. What would you buy if you took it, uh, Joe? What would you? What was just the first couple of things you would get? 
well, considering my my current financial situation, I don't know if I'd be buying. I'd probably be paying off. I'd be doing a lot of paying off. That'd be a lot of paying you off. Know, trying, you know, getting the black. Oh, but right? just say, let okay, so you pay it all off, you, and you still got tons left. What, what are you buying for yourself? What's the first thing you're buying for yourself? Well, we might have to... Uh, Find a nice little place on water close to a golf course. That'd be nice. Oh yeah, that you'd uh-huh. go buy a house. Fun in the sun, sure. Like a like a like a bit like a house that you would move to, or like a vacation house. Probably some type of vacation place would be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, so we get out of the. So you go kind of practical. Yeah, get out of the convergence zone weather once in a while. That'd be an e- over in the east side. Yeah, probably mm. somewhere in there. Make it close. Double D. What's the first thing you're getting? I'd probably buy a car. What kind? Cobra AC. A Cobra AC. <laughs> AC Cobra. Yeah. An there AC Cobra. Go. What is that? That's a Ford? Yeah. Ford, Real, like a Mustang? Like a Shelby Cobra. Shelby no, Cobra. No. no. Not a Shelby. Oh. The aluminum Cobra AC. Oh, the oh. new ones. No, the old ones. No, the old ones. Yeah, like the yeah. original. I'm Mr. Shelby. Original. Look yeah. at me. I'm Mr. Car Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four Welcome car, to Car Talk. 27, aluminum body. How much are those running these? What, what does that cost? Originals? Hundreds. I, yeah, 150. I don't. I, I really don't know. You'd have to go bear it. 150 bucks. I could do that right now. Thousand. Oh, thousand. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, Wonder Boy. What are you buying? I'd probably buy a car too, just to get a. You have a license? No. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't you go buy up, a license. You wouldn't first. go upgrade from your Schwinn to like a Trek or something on your bike. No, I'd prob- <laughs> probably buy a car and then grab my license and then. Prob- what What are the kids thinking are cool these days on the cars? Well, at school, we have some nice, nice cars, but I just like, like, like to show up in some nice, brand new red little Lamborghini. Just show up, and everybody's like, "What in the world?" I mean, because a Lambo, huh? Yeah, I just like. Oh. I think it's funny that nobody has said they would invest it. <laughs> well, oh, I'm gonna put some in savings. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm gonna invest a little bit here. No, yeah, we're all fun. Of course, I didn't ask if you'd invest it. I asked if you'd spend it. Right, like, you have to have fun. Well, buying a car yeah. is an investment, of course. Yeah, yeah. it that's is not. Always, that's what they always no, say. That, I ask know. Jerry Jackson auction. They say to buy because it's an investment. Well, I guess those cars, but yeah, you go to just down to the your local Honda lot. They try that line on you too, and it's such a crock. But I guess if I was going to spend... If you can't believe a salesman, who else can you believe? The first thing I would buy would be lifetime <laughs> lifetime season tickets to the Texas Longhorns football. That would be a nice That movie. would be yeah, the definitely. first thing I bought. That's a good and then I would go crazy on memorabilia and stuff because uh, that's an investment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Where are those baseball cards? <laughs> They're right. I got a bunch right over there that I can't get rid of. So... Um, Anyway, yeah, so that's an interesting question. They they did take off. They haven't found them yet, and uh, $6.1 million deposited. But, you know, now the one thing about our banks is if you could justify it a little bit if you thought about that, the fact that really the money you're taking, that if they over put put money into your account, the money that you're really taking, it's your money anyhow, right? Well, if they put From it the in bailouts, there. It's, it's oh, your the bailouts. Oh, yeah, dollars. we didn't get help. Nobody's there bailing me out. There's your bailout. Did anybody bail you out, Double D? No. No, I didn't think so. They're still getting in my pocketbook, though. All right, how about this one right here? We got this guy. (laughs) This is in South Carolina. This is is crazy, man. Uh, Authorities revoked the licenses of a South Carolina funeral home and its director after he admitted one of his employees cut the legs off of James Hines, who was six foot seven without the family's permission so that that the body would fit in a casket. (laughs) Great. I mean, seriously now. 
I, uh, you know, I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but you never know. It might happen. And I'm six foot one. Doesn't, first of all, doesn't your family go in and like get a casket that's appropriate? Right, right. That's Didn't they, did they eyeball right this or something? You know, like, well, that's, yeah, it's close. That's pretty good. If I, if anything on CSI has taught me, you know, life's lessons, it's you get out all the tools and measure and everything. Right. Double D, you're a craftsman or whatever. Don't you think they'd pull out like a measuring tape? Yeah, I would think so, but maybe, so what they, they, do? maybe they did, did it in metric and then uh, <laughs> got confused. Oh, on the that just wasn't even close to the Canada line. But of course, you know, maybe the guy at the funeral home, maybe he did the measure twice, cut once. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to cut twice. <laughs> he, the first time he so, measured, he said, this guy is 6'7". It is not going to work. And what I want to know is what did they do with, you know, they when they cut his legs, did they just like chop off, you know, like at the, and then. It was like the that's, leg and the rest of his foot, and did they toss it and like stick some shoes on the stumps? That's a pretty. Well, what picture. I want to know is, do they, if they asked the uh, family, would they have given the permission to cut the legs off? No, they wouldn't have given the permission. Would you? No. No, no you're yeah. tall. You're a Wonder Boy. How tall are you, Wonder Boy? Six three. Six three. Okay. Yeah, so. but I'd give permission to have his legs cut off. <laughs> that's <laughs> only so you could look him in the eye. Well, yeah, I'm not that tall. <laughs> you so would, no, you would no. do that now. Yeah. <laughs> no, my 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 will is going to stay no cutting the legs off. My legs can be sticking out of the casket the extra three inches, but I, my legs are staying on. Well, <laughs> and couldn't they just like bend his knees up a little yeah. or something? Yeah. I mean, it was obviously not think? an open casket there. No, no. Do you uh, do you have preparations for when you're you know when you bite it? Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've thought about it. I think that at the service it be all right to be lame so everybody can take a last look at me but it depends upon the shape i'm in so maybe that might change yeah i've got but, a, i've arranged for a piano uh case to be buried <laughs> case? that's good yeah yeah uh but uh the one thing that i've heard that seems like a pretty good idea is in today's world of uh, cell phones you might want a cell phone in you or with you <laughs> not in you but with you just in case that's it's the, a mistake <laughs> So you can make a call. It's the, a, get the me out of here. The equivalent of the bells they used to have. They used to, you used to have the night watchmen walk walk around, and they had the they actually set up a bell on top of With the uh, you know up on top of whatever the ground in right. case the guy woke up, and then he could just ding the bell or whatever. Apparently, Let no bombing out. fluid. It's back been a then. mistake. How many people what? did? Ring the bell. Though. I'm just, yeah, that would, uh, or what about if you're the watchman, you're oh. walking around and it's a windy night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that. And you're I'm the kidding. one guy who woke up and you're ringing it for real and all the other ones are, are swaying in the wind, dinging, and nobody's paying attention. That would oh. suck, but. Uh, Only for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that would. Uh, all right, well, let's bring this. Uh, actually, let's we'll, we'll come back. We'll come to the Northwest in the next couple of stories. But uh, how about this guy in Japan? Did you, did you ever see the ring? No, I didn't. I think it was... What, you you never saw that you watch it and you die? I didn't want to take any... Oh, it had the crazy chick that came out of the TV that was all contorted and stuff. It was like... Uh, you watched this videotape, and then you received a phone call. Yeah, no, that's too and, intense for uh, me. Yeah, and then this, like, wacky chick that was all, just, you know, like, sort of contortist or whatever would come out, and her hair was over. Anyway, that guy, the guy that wrote that has an interesting new project. Uh, his name was Koji Sajuke. And uh, he wrote The Ring. I had a Suzuki. Did you? Yeah. No, what, what number? What oh, 125. Nice. <laughs> Anyway, he is writing a new novel 
And I, I don't know if Hollywood has uh, obtained the rights for it yet, but um, this is a story that is printed on a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> and along with it has a drawing of a ghost to promote the new product in Fuji, Japan. Japan. The product, dubbed Japan's scariest toilet paper, carries Suzuki's latest horror story, Drop. <laughs> That's the name of the story. So they say it's the scariest toilet paper? Yes. Wouldn't that be the stuff that was at school? <laughs> yeah, that single-ply. Had, had the chunks of wood floating around in it? It was basically single-ply uh, you know, sandpaper. <laughs> that stuff was scary. The, uh, it says the toilet paper roll will be, quote, a horror experience in the toilet. Well, I don't need a scary story on a roll for that i do that every time i go in <laughs> that's right that it's, be it's like a horror itself. story every time anyway this thing's gonna sell for uh two dollars and 20 cents a roll and it is quote a horror experience in the toilet like i said it uh says drop which is set in a public restroom takes up about three feet that would be 90 centimeters for those of you in canada <laughs> good day. so about yeah good day eh? Uh, three feet of a roll and can be read in just a few minutes. And uh, toilets in Japan were traditionally tucked away in a dark corner of the house due to religious beliefs. And parents would tease their children that a hairy hand might pull them down <laughs> into the dark pool. <laughs> nice. What? Yes. Uh. <laughs> so it wasn't like a pleasant experience. I mean, can you imagine? No wonder they're all uptight. <laughs> no. You're scared to go to the bathroom. You're walking around pinching those cheeks all day. Well, I mean, talk about po- I mean, you potty training a little kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you don't do kid. this right, there's a hairy hand that's going to come up. I was always afraid of the snake. You know, you always heard the story about those snakes that made their way through the the pipes and and would come up. That freaked me out. That's not conducive. But I was never worried about a hairy hand. No, that's not conducive to a happy experience in the old. Yeah. uh, So, uh, would you read that? Would you read this? Um. Yeah, but is it the whole novel is on one roll, or do you have to buy like the four pack? (laughs) No, it's no the whole. Does it repeat itself? It repeats itself. Yeah, over and over. So every three feet, it start over. You starts over. It's a new novel every three feet. No, that, it's the same novel every oh, three it's the feet. Same, well, it's the same novel so, over and over. So you only need three feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it says, it's about it's, what I use. Yeah, it <laughs> takes up about three feet of a roll and can be read in just a few minutes. That's the entire, the entire story. Well, yeah, that's uh, pretty good. And I think the deal is it's, he's going to produce more. Uh, maybe it's the first chapter. I don't know. I, I, I heard that it's going to be this whole series of toilet paper rolls. And... Um, I'm like, what? Does it just, you know, is this for people who, you know, have trouble? It just scares the crap out of you. <laughs> well, hopefully, you read it before you use it. <laughs> you sit down and all, you know, and it's like, holy cow! And I don't, know. I, I don't, I'm not it's into it. It's a brilliant it. idea, though, because you know, you got. I do read it. stuff. Do you? When you sit down, do you go through the cabinets? You know, like read, uh, start reading all the labels on stuff. You no. mean your your prescriptions? You don't? No, I do. Do I look at your prescriptions? Yeah, no, <laughs> not <laughs> oh, those cabinets. <laughs> I guess no, yeah. I mean, no. There's a we have a, a Rush in, Limbaugh doing oxy in the Big D household. <laughs> uh, we have a bathroom on upstairs and on the main floor, and I don't know why, but every time I go into the downstairs one, there's these cabinets that are right in front, and I open them. I know exactly what's in there. I know all the pills and medicines and everything, but for some reason, I sit down and I open it just to start reading. I th- it <laughs> helps really? things come out easier, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, why don't you bring something in a little more interesting than the cabinets? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, uh, I don't know. It's pretty the, like there's this one tube in there. It's uh, it's the wife's, and it's this like moisturizing gel, oh, oh. and it says "Be Well" on the front. Ah. It's like got ginkgo, and uh, you say I would never know this stuff otherwise. <laughs> but I'm reading the back, and it says you know "Be Healthy, Be Well," and it has all this you know ginkgo, and it has like I don't know vitamin B, and just all this different stuff, so and it <laughs> smells smells on there and everything. And then at the bottom it says, if you rub this on every day, you know, you come to be centered or healthy or whatever. And I was just curious, like, what if you just rubbed it on your butt every day? <laughs> it's yeah. obviously made a huge impact on you, but... Uh, <laughs> it really has. What was the last book you read? <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I read books, but, you know, it's like, then I get into, into, if I sit down, like, if I go sit on the toilet and I have a book, I'm there for like an hour. That's yeah, and I I just don't That's need that. Your in, legs I, don't, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> your legs fall asleep like yeah, the last guy. and I I hate when my legs fall asleep. You know, <laughs> and I wake up before they do. That always sucks. <laughs> you go you go to get out of bed and they don't follow you. <laughs> exactly. That's me right there. Uh well. Wonder Boy was sneaking around while I was in the in the other day and he well, was taping. Nobody said it smells like roses. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so well, let's pull this uh, let's pull this in a little closer. Uh, we've got this. Uh, <laughs> we've got this old couple in Linwood. Did you hear about these guys? Oh, I think I did. This is some crazy stuff right here, man. We got this 78-year-old woman in Linwood. 78. 78. Okay, she's no young. She's not a spring no chicken spring or anything. Chicken. Yeah. She stands accused of administering ongoing beatings to her 84-year-old husband. <laughs> And he supposedly, uh, reportedly suffered a fractured wrist, several broken ribs, and a shattered pelvis. It sounds like he's been suffering for a long time. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, this was in reported in the Everett Daily Herald. And they report that the woman allegedly told police that she pushed her husband down, hit him with a bowl and a metal pipe, because she believed he cheated on her several times during their marriage. A witness also told police the woman admitted to kicking her husband three times in the growing over the last six months because she believed he had an affair 35 years ago. Wow, hell, she's not gonna fury. She never lets anything go. Oh my goodness! I mean, I've heard of people bringing stuff up, but 35 (laughs) years ago, let it go. And she believes this. It's not confirmed. She doesn't know it for sure. Uh, But the majority of the potentially incriminating info came from the woman's diary, which reportedly described. She wrote this stuff down. She kept track of all the beatings she gave this Dear guy. Diary. Yeah. <laughs> Time to kick some ass. <laughs> Use the bowl today. Not so effective. Think I'll go with the lead pipe next time. <laughs> uh, she reportedly described how she hit her husband with a carpet sweeper, chased him with a knife, and a long state, alongside statements like, I beat him again, and I told him it would be worth going to jail to watch him to bleed to death. She was arrested it last be month. Worth it for him to go to jail to get away from her. That's what I'm thinking. Like, check me in. And what kind of wuss is this guy? <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess. Well, what is he? Uh, 84. What, I guess he's not he's moving a, so well. Yeah, that's what he can't gets, get away from her. That's what he gets. Anyway, from she a was a woman. She was arrested last month, and the woman was charged with uh, second degree assault and remains in jail in lieu of seventy five seventy thousand dollars bail. Wouldn't that wow. be first degree? Uh, no kidding. Why would it be second degree? It's definitely not she only contemplated that, it. 
I mean, she wrote it down. She yeah. lives with the guy. She's thought about it for 35 years. <laughs> not, I mean, only, not only that, but she's still in jail in lieu of $70,000 bail. Yeah. Who normally comes to get you in those? Well, Wouldn't husband. that? Yeah, your husband. You think he's going to put that up? <laughs> That's right. And, it, and uh, I think he'll definitely probably testify against her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, look. Uh, the you know the wife and I have had a occasionally a little uh, disagreement or so. No, There's, no, it's true. Really? The, nobody what? has ever thrown plates. There's never been any lead no. pipes involved. There's never been any walkers or canes or anything. That's crazy. I just can't imagine that. That's over the top. What's like? What's we all have times where we just want to do a beat down on somebody, but do you really follow through on it? No. And would you put it in your diary? That is one tough old broad. That's why I don't write stuff down. No. <laughs> I would, you that's, just put it on the podcast? I put yeah. it on the podcast for everybody to hear, but I would never write it down. That's right. It's all <laughs> You can always hit the delete button on the podcast, but uh, certainly, you know, when you got a diary going, it's like, yeah, here, uh, my most inner thoughts. But how about the fact that she was raiding her beatings? <laughs> Rate a beating with Dick Clark. <laughs> <laughs> We're going all the way to number one. I, what was what was the ultimate goal here, though? I mean, was she like, uh, was she really gonna? I mean, if she was gonna kill him, why not just get the gun out? That wasn't it. That wasn't the goal. It was kicked slow. him, to hurt him, kicked him into growing six or seven times. At what point does this guy not just like go somewhere, call a cab, <laughs> become homeless? Numerous groin kicking is not good. No, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you eventually like enough. even if you can't get out and go to the store? Wouldn't you go online and buy a cup? I mean, I would get like I'd go serious. online and buy a plane ticket. <laughs> I think, I, and if you can't afford, it, at least get a like an armor, like a you know an a knight knight, you know the armor suits. Walk around the house in that and say, bring it on, baby. Yeah, well, he uh, he he probably got driven back into the arms of the other woman. <laughs> if she was still alive. <laughs> yeah, this is a seventy-eight-year-old lady, eighty-four-year-old man. I mean, and can you? How about you're living next to this? <laughs> I mean, I, you had probably had some wild neighbors in your in your time, but cops show up, and all of a sudden, this story unfolds. That's just Grandma, oh, Grandpa man. Smith. Well, speaking though. of wacky couples, I mean, these guys, these are the king, kings of the Northwest, crazy, hands down, insane couples. You you know her. Oh, uh, everybody knows. You her love her. Maybe you don't love her, but Billy does. Oh, Billy. Billy loves her. Mary Kay Letourneau. And Billy Fulau, back in the news, they on uh, May 23rd, that was a Saturday, so that was a little few, few weeks ago, Right. They down in Pioneer Square, which is a place uh, downtown in Seattle where they have lots of clubs. Lots of clubs, and, uh, really good places. Yeah, lots of people hang out there, good blues and rock music and stuff. Anyway, Mary Kay and Billy Fulau held a Hot for Teacher dance party. <laughs> And this, she's pushing 50 now. Uh, I cannot believe that. She is, and I guess this is like, I think they've held a couple of them. Who attends these? Uh, Maybe you should explain to the people out there what, or who she is. Yeah, Joe, tell us, you you used to go down, uh, hang around where she used to be. Yeah, this is, uh, (laughs) besides the Northwest claim to uh, fame with serial killers, this is another one of our claims to fame. This is the original, right? Yeah, pretty much. This put us on the map. uh, She uh, started the whole trend of teachers having affairs with their underage students, at least uh, 
in the female vein and got uh, the negative publicity in. Uh, well, this she went to jail. Well, she did. A couple did of times. Yeah, and she broke her probation. And uh, not only that, she had a husband and like two kids. Right, and her two dad was a congressman too. Yeah, in California. So she's an elementary school teacher, and Billy right. is is like in fifth grade, I think. I think so. When it all and started. she all of a sudden believes this is her soulmate. Soulmate. Wow. And at the time, she was probably in what her. 30s maybe late, late tw- 20s late 20s something like that and um yeah so they she starts grooming this kid and uh they had they start having this uh, affair which i mean you can't blame him he doesn't know what's going on and yeah, she wasn't a bad looker impressionable. oh yeah she was an attractive woman yeah she was you know she she was not your typical dumpy you know sort of you know plain dress with the flowers on it uh, elementary school teacher she was kind of she was not too bad but it kind of started that whole double standard thing where you know that if you were a male teacher and you touched a female student, you would be paying dearly. And really, she... Oh, no, originally... this dude, they hang badges on these guys now. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kidding me? And it's going up. But, you know, originally she basically didn't get too much and she was on probation. Too much she from who? His, well, from the legal He was system. only in fifth grade, Joe. <laughs> well, Come on. Well, that could be it, too. Uh <laughs> But, you know, she got the probation. They told her to stay away from the kid. And within uh, days of getting the probation, oh, they found him together Steamy windows. In a van. Steamy in a, windows. Yeah, doing the, in a vehicle. Yeah. Like, Come on and love me in your Chevy van. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't mess around with the kid. That's the first thing she did was go get him. And weren't they at, like, some parking ride or something? They, somewhere, some parking Somewhere lot. in Burien or something. Right. But, yeah. you know, in the, in, the, in the case of this story... This uh, hot for teacher thing. I mean, what's the concept? Well, let me. I, does it doesn't say? Let's you see, go does it say and, what club it was you at? You know, slip her some tongue or something or uh, what? Um, it doesn't say where it was at. Um, but uh, it was at one of the clubs. What, what club did? in their right mind would host this? Well, I wonder what kind of turnout they got on that thing because I heard the village was it. Was did they to give be- discount to teachers? <laughs> they did. Yeah, teacher <laughs> discount. <laughs> Sorry, Did they hand out flyers at the you, local junior high? You got in free with your ASB card. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them took the bus there. There's been a, a bunch time. of yellow buses parked out front. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the non-alcoholic side because uh, the kids aren't old enough right. to drink. Yeah, so. yeah. So those were the, the Shirley Temples. There, there you go. They what? can't. They can't drink, but they, but can, they can sleep, sleep with, with the teacher. teacher. Yeah, there you go. yeah. That sounds fair. Did you ever have a hot teacher? That oh, you? I mean, yeah, you know, like you had a few. Sure. Yeah, and did you ever, like, I mean, did you ever think in your wildest dreams, oh, man, well, I don't want to hear about your wildest dreams about them, but <laughs> did you did you ever think you ever had a shot? Oh, no. No, no it was like no. a line you don't cross. No. Yeah. I had this, there was this teacher, and this was when I was a senior in high school, and uh, I, look, I, I there's beautiful, beautiful women out there, hot chicks and stuff, but there's always been, like, this in my world there's been like this line you don't cross yeah you know like you're you know just the the girls in your sort of circles okay uh it's, it's but, called age appropriate i guess <laughs> but there was so there was a teacher who was brand new at our school i'm a senior high school i'm probably 18 or 17 or 18 and uh she was probably 22 i was, I was 24 when i was a senior <laughs> <laughs> and double d what was it 30 still there I was still working on grave 12. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she was really, really good looking and short blonde, uh, right out of college, you know? So she was probably, like I said, 22, I'm 18. Now that's not that big of a difference. Right. But she was a teacher and there were 
guys in our school who would go hang out at her room all the time and talk and they would come back oh she is so hot and i mean what is wrong with you she's a teacher i just never even dawned on me that that was even like uh you know like in the realm of possibility no no so uh it's but but so I guess uh, you know they had to take measures into their own hands and just <laughs> chase the students. So I guess Villy was spinning the tunes. He was a DJ. She was too. Yeah, what was she dancing like? Doing I don't know. What go- songs would you play at a thing like this? Go go boots on the side of the stage or oh, something. Man. Well, definitely the one that I don't brought know. it. Do in. they have kids? Yes, they uh, do. Yeah, they do they? Yes, because oh. I think on a um, when she was in prison out in Purdy, I believe. Oh, that's right. He. Had conjugal right. visit or whatever you want to call conjugal. it. Conjugal. Conjugal. I think he was still in high Little school. Little trailer loving. That's when you. I think he was in high school. That's when you and conjugate the verb. <laughs> or the teacher. That's where the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's right. She okay. said, "Billy, it's time to conjugate <laughs> or congregate." <laughs> yes, Mrs. Latour. Do you remember when his mom sued the school district? Yeah, that, that was, was the biggest joke there was, was out nice. there. Did, so, did he right. win? No, she, but she went after like two point. Okay, here's what happened. They wrote Billy and I think it was Mary. They wrote this book, mm-hmm. and it was it was a huge hit in France of all places. It bombed here, bombed. But they went on this uh, book signing tour, and they went to France and was, made a ton of money. And they came back here, and there were all these stories about these huge parties that the Fulals were throwing. They were throwing these huge parties and blew all of it. Just went through it. I mean, they were on like you know Access Hollywood and all those, and they and all of those places paid them to be on and um, pay for their story, and they blew all the money. So <laughs> all of a sudden, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mama Fulao, she decides that uh, after saying over and over it was okay, it was great, it was no problem. She didn't have a problem with this uh, relationship. She had a that she had a problem, and right. she blamed the Seattle school district for not protecting her son and she went after like 2.8 million or some some crazy figure and she lost what her problem was was johnny cochran started talking to her (laughs) see this is a travesty (laughs) if the teacher don't fit you got to quit quit. yeah (laughs) oh man well all right well for our last uh last little well actually you got a story joe but the last one i've got here this one comes out of lovely port angeles and isn't that is that kind of so that's not where your house is, is it? No, that's a long way. Where are you at? Which which house? Where the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> the one over on the coast. Houses, but yeah, it's an ocean city. Ocean, ocean city. By, okay. Ocean shores. So these guys are um playing uh lighter fluid tag. <laughs> Have you heard it? you guys play this? Uh, no. Did you guys ever play, like... I can't even put lighter fluid in my Zippo. I don't even put lighter fluid on my charcoal briquettes. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, Flamey. so, Clallam County, which is the uh, county over there, their sheriff, Bill Benedict, said uh, he'll look into a report of a lighter fluid tag game to see if someone should be charged with the crime. And, <laughs> the crime uh, <laughs> of stupidity. <laughs> a man was taken to Harborview Medical Center. Now, why would they bring him to Harborview? Harborview is the burn center is that uh, what it, hospital. Because that's like, okay, Port Angeles yeah. is like, Go what, dogs. two hours away from here? Uh, yeah, but they chopped him. And uh, Harborview is in downtown Seattle, downtown so they chopped him in. Okay. Great burn center. Anyway, the man was taken there uh, with burns suffered uh, in the serious burns suffered in this game. Serious? Serious. <laughs> the uh, Peninsula Daily News said... That uh, the fire chief John Booer, Booger, <laughs> Bugger, Booher, uh, was <laughs> stunned. Stunned, I say. 
to discover several people playing lighter tag. It involves squirting themselves with lighter fluid and then lighting the clothes of the person who is it and then beating out the flames. <laughs> they should be beating out their brains. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's Tom Jones right there. <laughs> yeah, no, play some more of that. That's Tom Jones doing uh, doing some talking heads. All right. Anyway, so lighter fluid tag. But how does so? Do you run around with matches and like throw them at each other? I don't know. These people, uh, they they. I remember when Jackass was on on big big on. I think it's they do reruns and stuff, and and they were doing all those crazy stunts. You know, like lighting off Roman candles out their butt and jumping off. <laughs> you know, jumping off of trucks at. Right on to uh, mailboxes at 30 miles an hour and stuff. But I don't think I ever saw him play lighter fluid tag. No, but, you know, the thing about a game like that is it does improve the gene pool. <laughs> it's natural, <laughs> natural, natural selection. selection. They should have just let him at, go. At its best. And another thing, if you're in Port Angeles, you buy a, a ton of water. Why wouldn't you just throw them in the bay? <laughs> right. Well, the beating At least part. play on the beach. Maybe that 78-year-old grandma was into the beating out part. <laughs> they could have hired her yeah, to be liked, the referee. She liked beating. Yeah, little lead pipe. Anyway, so that's interesting. That's like uh, that's some Tom Jones right there. That's great. Yeah, I never heard nice, that. Uh, I wonder who that is. There, We're playing, uh, singing in the background with them. But uh, yeah, what's the craziest game you played? Uh, you guys ever play like you know whacked out games as a kid? Uh, well, I mean, not, I'm not talking things. like capture the flag or or beer pong. No, my well. <laughs> One of my favorite ones was a uh, 4th of July situation of uh, being at a buddy's home in grade school and uh, having uh, firecrackers and uh, not having any matches. So they had a shotgun house. Yes. So we were lighting them off the stove, <laughs> running <laughs> towards the front door and chucking them out the front door. <laughs> and uh, eventually I didn't make it to the front door and one went off in my hand. Well, I uh, the, the only firework fire type games we ever played was um my uncle lives out here at the kind of the base of mount rainier out there by Enumclaw claw roy out in that area and we would go out there on the fourth of july and because that was a safe place you can't do it in the city limits so we would put on these big uh firework displays and we would get those uh, lady fingers and we those would start were, with the lady fingers right, work our way up work our way up and we would light them and throw them at each other and the the idea was you would wait till the you know the fuse got down enough and you toss it yeah. and it would blow up in front of their face or kind whatever of chicken yeah basically and it was a bunch it was like six or eight of my cousins and my, my brother and oh. myself oh, yeah, there there was, yeah. yeah uh not in the house please <laughs> So I lit. I lit the the one time though is I lit this. We we so we started with lady fingers and then we'd go up to regular black cats and then eventually you got to the M eighties to the half sticks of dynamite. That's right, the quarter sticks, <laughs> the, the cherry story. bombs. <laughs> but I I lit it and I I pulled it back to throw it. You know because I you kind of pull it back. You watch the fuse. the fuse go down and then you toss it and I pulled it back and that sucker just booms that fast and I couldn't get it out of my fingers fast enough and I, not only did it blow up in my hand it was right at my ear it was like Same. boom <laughs> that's all i heard for about you know four days was that so yep. that was good times what's yours double d one fourth of july i went down to the uh ups and bought i wanted to buy the biggest uh that's a tribe that is a that's an indian tribe local tribe that sells the fireworks that's right thank I you a, like an m M1000 or something. Holy cow. It what was we... the biggest thing I could buy. And, of course, 
first go down there and ask them for it. And they're like, no, we can't sell you that. And about, <laughs> and about two minutes later, somebody just taps me on the shoulder and said, come here. Says, <laughs> come to my office. Go to the back. Go I got a deal for you. He, you know, we made the transaction and I, <laughs> I took it home. Saying this was illegal? <laughs> On the reservation, I don't know. Yeah, off the reservation, yes. Off the reservation, it is definitely illegal. Because there is a store over there called Ill Eagle Firewalls. (laughs) Maybe that's who I bought it from. So I took this M1000 over to uh, my parents' house where I was living, and we had this big lawn, and I had this grabbed a piece of plywood, and I lit this thing, and I threw it on the ground, dropped the piece of plywood on it. We ran back. I'd be just running. As, just as my parents were driving in the driveway. <laughs> and it has this long fuse, and it's lit. We're standing in the driveway. Mom and Dad are just coming around the corner. They see us. They stop, and all of a sudden, just kaboom. The plywood just shatters. How was that again? Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, there's smoke filtering through the lawn. And you're still picking that out of your face, aren't you? Yeah. And the plywood's shattered. The grass is Holy all mutilated. Cow. And my mom just looks at me and says, you're fixing the lawn. <laughs> she just went in the house and didn't say anything really about it. <laughs> Thank, that's a mom for you. You're cleaning that up and then that's they disappear. Right. Just disappear. You know, in Canada, you know when they blow off fireworks? No, when? Halloween. Oh, really? really? Halloween and New Year's, the two big... It was, I went up there when I was dating the uh, my lovely wife. I went up there, and there's all these fireworks stands. And I thought, it's kind of early for New Year's. It's October. And she said, no, no, no. Don't you guys do fireworks on Halloween? Said, no, we just steal candy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, well, that's about it. That's about all the time we have. Uh, goofballs in the news. Hope you enjoyed some of those wacky stories. And we'll we'll be doing that occasionally from time to time. But... Uh, most of all, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Big Joe, it's good to see you. Great. And Double D, always a, always a pleasure. And Wonder Boy, thank you for all your hard work. You guys, go to our uh, website. That would be nwconvergencezone.com. And uh, you, there's, a, there's, there's a place on our website that you can click to email us. I don't want to get everybody confused. So just go to nwconvergencezone.com. Tell your friends, family, enemies, everybody, go to iTunes and uh, click subscribe on our show. We really appreciate that. And we will see you guys next time. Remind me of a-